Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day six and our final day in this sequence, and hopefully I'll be able to talk uh, Pastor Mike and Linda into coming back sometime. It's been re really a blessing. Uh, just thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for coming. It's just really been a, a huge blessing. So, Amen. well, today uh, we're going to start out with Linda, talk a little bit about just kind of the church. We just talked about offline here about one of my favorite scriptures about being not lukewarm in Revelation 3.16. That's got a bad outcome, but uh, so Linda's... Uh, Got something that ties in with that a little bit, but Lynn, I'm going to kick it over to you. All right. Well, the Lord's been showing me recently that we need to abide in Him, and that means we just we have this close connection with Him and not um, just go, you know, not just go to church and be in church um, just because that's what we do on Sundays or Saturdays. But we need to be listening to what the Lord tells us, especially in these days. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we need to be praying. We need to be in our word daily or be in his word daily. We need to, you know, be listening to what he's telling us so that we can um, change our, he can change our lives. But yeah. then we can also minister to other people. Come on. You know, for example, Brother Greg and, and well, Pastor Mike and I went to a conference and Brother Greg was there, and I just, you know, on a whim, hey, you know, felt an unction, hey, you want to go to lunch with us? You know, at that point, it was just Brother Mike, it was Pastor Mike and I. So then we had a group of people together, we went to a restaurant, and Brother Greg felt an unction to, you know, minister to our, the, our waitress. And somebody else in our group was talking to her about, you know, some ministering to her too. She ended up giving her life to the Lord, you know, all because yeah, I felt right. this little unction. Yes. Hey, invite him to lunch. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't know where we're going to go. Lord, I don't know anywhere in this right. city, but, you know, <laughs> I, I obeyed you. Right. And so that, you know, that that's one of the things that after, you know, we, we gave our lives to the Lord and rededicated. We got involved with our church. We... You know, where we were at, we, you know, went to the pastor, hey, what can we do? You know, what can we do here? Yeah. So our experience is, you know, I worked in the sound booth, um, you know, with the music. I didn't, I don't have a lot of musical knowledge, but, you know, I, I was helping out in there. And, and Pastor Mike taught children's church for a number of years. Um, and we helped out in some other ways with, you know, outreaches and ministries and, and things like that. And when the Lord called us into the ministry, we already had those those things, and we kind of had an understanding of how what is all involved in the church, yeah. and having a church service every every Sunday or you know during the week, rather than if you're just going to church, you're just showing up, sitting there in the sanctuary, and then you're leaving, but you don't know behind the scenes, you don't know somebody has to clean that church. You don't know if somebody has to coordinate. Who's going to watch the kids? You know, how, who's going to buy the supplies for their communion? Or who's going to mm -hmm. buy the, the cleaning supplies? You know, who's going to do the music that you're, you're all into? So it's it's really important to be connected to your church. Um, and through that connection, the Lord will bless you. And you'll, you know, you'll get something out of that experience more as well as just sitting you know, you're just sitting there and just letting the the pastor talk to you where if you're connected, uh, the Lord's going to change your life. Come on. So. That ties in with, you know, Jesus, you know, said, you know, he, he is, the, we're the vine. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that vine, when it's when it's properly connected, that vine will produce a fr- you know fruit. It'll grow and it'll it'll, it'll be strong. So if you're planted, and it, the Bible says, if you're those that are planted in the house of the of the Lord shall prosper. Yeah. All right. If you're planted, it doesn't say transplanted. You're planted. Yeah. Because you know, for those of you that that are interested in plants and things, you know, like that and trees, you don't go out and plant a plant in the ground and then and then oh, six months later, I decide I think I want it over there. Mm-hmm. You you do that you know too many times, that plant's going to die. It's just mm-hmm. not it's not going to hold up. And so that's why God wants us planted in his house and planted really in his word so that we can get nourishment and strength and we can produce fruit because out of, out of that word is a relationship that, that develops not only with you with the word but with the Father himself mm-hmm. because out of that relationship, that's why Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man goes to the Father. The destination's the Father. Mm-hmm. Out of that relationship comes everything in your life. What you're to do, uh, where you're to go, mm-hmm. who you're to marry, where you're to live, yeah, that's a, where right. you're even to go to church. Yeah. That's all right, word. but see, that's all out, yeah. out of that relationship. Through that relationship, because Jesus said the Holy Spirit would come and He would show you things to come. Mm-hmm. He's gonna He's gonna show you things to come, and the Holy Spirit said He uh, Jesus said of the Holy Spirit He would not speak of Himself. But he would speak of what the Father says. Yeah. All right. So see, the Holy Spirit's not even talking about Himself. Mm-hmm. He's only speaking what the Father says. Yeah. So if you understand that process, that flow, the Father is always preparing people for what's going to happen. To do what? He's not, his ultimate design is not to get you through the storm. Mm-hmm. Now that's contrary to a lot of people's believing. Oh, the Lord will get me through this. No, his goal is to get you over the storm mm-hmm. so that you don't have to experience the storm. Mm-hmm. Now, if your faith is not there and you're going, to, you're going into the middle of the storm, he'll get you through the storm. Mm-hmm. But his ultimate goal is to get you over the storm so that you don't, have, you don't experience what other people have to experience. Yeah. You know, and I kind of alluded to that toward the end that... Um, I had a situation arise in, in my body where uh, I had a spot on my arm. And the doctors for years had told me, you better watch that spot. If it does anything kind of weird, you need to let us know. Well, there was a spot on my arm, and, and one day I, I looked at it, and it, it was totally different. Something had happened. And so I told my wife, and she said, well, you better make an appointment for the doctor and, and, and go through that process. Well, I did, and the doctor um, took a sample of it, and they said, well, we'll, we'll get back with you in, in, in probably a, a week to 10 days. Well, two days later, they called, uh, and she said, uh, Mike, uh, this what you have here is what they call mel- melanoma uh, cancer. She said, it's the worst kind of cancer you can possibly get. Well, you know, you hear those words, and that's not real encouraging. Mm-hmm. And she said, we're, uh, we're making you an appointment with uh, a cancer specialist, and they'll, they'll take you from there. So it was kind of like, you know, nobody really wanted to talk to you because what they weren't saying was, was speaking louder than what they were saying. Mm-hmm. But see, had, had I not have a relationship with the Heavenly Father, 
you, you could be easily swayed by what was going on in the situation. Yeah. But when I first heard that word, that the, the cancer word, I didn't panic. Mm-hmm. I didn't get worried or anything like that. Because first of first and foremost, I know where I'm going. Right. <laughs> I'm not concerned about that. Right. But even even more than more so than that, my first reaction was to get alone with the Father, mm-hmm. and I sat down. And I said, Father, I just want to say this to you. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt you didn't do this to me. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt about it. I said so. This problem lies in two areas. Either this is directly Satan doing this to me, or I've opened a door. Mm-hmm. That's important. I said, either Satan has done this, or I've opened the door. And I'm going to err on the side of, I think I probably opened the door. Mm-hmm. Show me what that is. And he spoke to me. He said, he said, son, there are some things in your ministry. He said, I've, I've told you to get ready for it, and you haven't done anything. And uh, um, I, I repented of it. I said, "Okay, Father, I, you're right. I, I've been slow on this, and I'm going to. I'm I, I, from this point on, I'll start moving in that direction." And he said, uh, uh, "After I repented to him of it, he said, now, now this is when when I had this prayer. This is right around Christmas. This is uh, Christmas week." And uh, he said, "In thirty days." This will be gone. Praise God. He did not say I'd heal you. Right. You got to listen to what he said. His words to me were, this will be gone. Mm-hmm. Now, January 17th is when they scheduled the surgery. They went in and they removed the spot that was on my arm and took out a whole bunch of other stuff too. Mm-hmm. And they sent it all off to get to, to be tested. All right. So... I'm not concerned about all that stuff because I already know what I, I already know what heaven said. Yeah. Heaven's words is final because yeah. of what? I have a relationship with my heavenly father. Yeah. And I know what the word of God says. And the you know, it it, it, it clearly tells us that it's his will to always heal. Right. It's not his will to kill you and right. take you home. Right. It's always the father's will to heal you. Mm-hmm. So when he had spoken that to me concerning where I had erred, I repented. But he also said one thing. He said, Michael, you better watch your words. You better watch what you say. I no longer, I, I no longer, I never referred to it as my cancer. It yeah, wasn't man. my cancer. Right. Yeah. I didn't I didn't want any bit of any any bit of it. It was from the devil. It was from the pits of hell. Yeah. So, you know, I I I Take the word of God. I said, you know, the word of God says that by his stripes I am healed. And Father, today I've received healing. This is just, this is around Christmas. Today I receive healing. And Jesus said, I'll speak to the mountain in my, in my life. Be thou removed, cast into the sea, not doubt in my heart. Believe what I say I'll have. And I forgive everybody. Mm-hmm. I even forgive myself. Amen. All right? So I cast it, it, it went into the ocean and dissolved. It was gone. Mm-hmm. So, after they did the surgery and, and and all that stuff, and I had to wait for the results to come back, the results came back, and they said, we find absolutely no cancer in your body. Praise God. Praise God. And I even went to a dermatologist, and she ran a special, what they call a castle report, which determines the likelihood of melanoma or cancer returning in your body. 
And I fell into the class of the least likely of it ever coming. Back. Praise God. Praise now, God. that lined up with his word because yeah. he said in 30 days it'll be gone. Yeah. Well, in thirty days, in less than thirty days, it was gone because when they took it out, when they went down and they took it, there was nothing left in my body. Yeah, praise God. So see that, and that's a, that's what I stood on. So if if you don't have that word of God to stand on, and there has to be a knowing, you got to know that what you say is going to come to pass. Yeah. So if you if if you know that, then you watch your words. Yeah. You don't. You just don't say things off the top of your head. Amen. I hear people all the time. I hear Christians say, "Well, I just say the first thing that comes to my to my mind." Well, that's going to get you in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Right. But I, you know, God's been working with me on this for uh, twenty years. Mm-hmm. This has been a walk. So your your walk with the Lord, your relationship with the Lord, is a lifetime and daily experience. Yeah. And if you do not invest in it, you've invested in the world's ways. Amen. And I got news for you. The world's ways are corrupt. God's ways are perfection. And his word will never, ever, 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 ever return unto him void. But it will accomplish that what it was set forth. Amen. you got to believe that. Amen. And if you, if you believe that, you'll watch your words and you'll understand that when you pray for somebody, there's power there. Yeah. Because the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells inside you, not a like one, the same one. That's right. So you have you have life and power, resurrecting power, literally inside you. So your words have force, and what you say will come to pass. So there's power in your prayer. The devil don't want you to know that. Amen. He wants you to believe that you what you think and what you say doesn't mean one iota difference. And, it, and see, most Christians, that's how they pray. Wow. You know, most Christians, what they'll do is they'll get on the internet and they'll say, they'll ask for people to pray. Yeah. That's not God's will for you to ask people on social media mm-hmm. to pray for you. Right. His will is for you to stand up and pray and speak to the mountains and tell them to be moved. And they'll they'll listen to you. They will. Amen. That's well, it. Praise God. It's been <laughs> such a blessing having both of you with me. And I hope you'll come back again someday. We can do this again. And I'd like to say a prayer for your ministry, if I could, please. Well, Father, we just thank Thank you for Pastor Mike and Linda. I speak blessing over them, their family, their church. Continue to bless them, Father. Thank you their church is growing. You're sending people there that should be there. I curse Satan's assignment against those that are supposed to be there that are not coming. I thank you they'll be coming soon, Father. And thank you for their church's blessing is a blessing. And, Father, blessed to be a blessing. We thank you for it. Everything is in your will. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for coming. It's been such a blessing. And you can contact Pastor Mike and Linda at Church of the Living Word Boonville on their Facebook page. And folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.